Welcome to Custom Created Life. I'm your host, Elizabeth Kilby. And in this podcast, I want to focus on three things. We are custom, we are created, and we have a life to live. So as you join me, follow as we figure out our uniqueness, our calling, and the things that we learn along the way to help us find our purpose and pursue our path. Join me on this journey. Amy Berry is the best friend and big sister you need in your life. As a wife, mom to three boys, and a fitness dance instructor, she used to wonder if there was more to life than just sleepwalking through one day and into the next. So busy, she didn't even notice where she was going. After enduring multiple traumas, Amy began searching for something more. She found a passion for inspiring and empowering women and creating the Worthy Heart blog, believing that everyone is worthy of love. Amy continued searching and learning and developed a four-step process to live the good life focusing on God, ourselves, others, and divine happenings, which became recently released into the Good Life Journal. She firmly believes that incorporating these four steps in our daily lives, everyone can have the good life and walk it out in their unique purpose boldly and confidently. We are so excited to have Amy with us today. All right. So today we have with us Amy Berry, and we are super excited. She is one of my besties that I've never personally met, but we've talked on the phone um, and so many different things. Uh, So yay. Thanks, Amy, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Oh, and so... For those of you that are listening to the podcast, I get to see her right now because we are recording it over Zoom, and so it's super fun to see her face. Um, but Amy, tell us a little bit about you and um, your story, your life. Well, that's loaded. But, I know. Um, <laughs> I Whatever you want to share at this point. Okay. I am Amy Berry. I uh, was born and raised out in a small town in Northwest Texas known as Graham, America. It's a very patriotic town. I was very blessed to be raised in a very small, safe, just wonderful environment. Had an incredible childhood. Was raised by two beautiful humans who planted incredible seeds. I was raised Catholic, but they managed to plant incredible faith seeds in me. I have an older sister, an older brother, and then a younger brother. I then went on to marry the man of my dreams, my high school, college sweetheart, who took nine years to propose, but he finally did. And um, it doesn't matter if it's right, right? That's right. He was in the military. Um, Part of our story was that he he survived a plane crash in the military. And that kind of has been a defining moment for us later in life. We have three beautiful boys on this earth. Will, who will be 20 next month. JP, who will be 19 in February. And then sweet Graham Berry, who is 10 years old and in fourth grade. And he was just this big surprise, miracle blessing from God because we do have one in heaven that we thought we could never have anymore. So, and now we reside in Dallas, Texas. Woohoo! And I teach dance. I was about to say, you better say that you teach dance. Yeah, I, for some reason, I always forget that. I teach dance to adults, love it. Um, found, refound my passion from dance when I broke my foot 
playing tennis. Everybody in Dallas plays tennis. I'm not knocking tennis. If tennis is for you, by all means, go break that sweat and play tennis. I hated it. But I was really caught up in the idea of, well, to have friends, this is what you got to do, right? And I think God blessed me with a broken foot <laughs> because I had to wear my boot for six months. And I thought, you know, I, I got to keep working out. I got to keep this routine up. So I found Zumba. Not really a big fan of Zumba, but from Zumba, I met Michelle Mann, who introduced me to my now boss, Elena O'Connell, who at when I was 46 years old said, I believe in you. I think you could teach this. And the true story of me is growing up, I always wanted to be a backup dancer for Michael Jackson or replace Hope on Days of Our Lives. I love it. While I'm not backup dancing for Michael, he's dead, but that would have not happened or I'm not hope, I have found what lights me up. I love being on the stage. I love encouraging and empowering women. And I just love, I just love bringing, I, I have a light. I know I have a gift yes. from God. Yes. And I love bringing that to the ladies. And through that, I found my passion for coaching women off the stage as well. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where I'm at now. That's awesome. Yeah. If anybody is in the Dallas area, especially around Halloween, you should have to join Amy's uh, dance class because if I am over there during Halloween, we might have a Halloween in Texas just to join her dance class. It's super fun. Thank Yeah. At full disclosure, that is one of my mentors, Linda, who trained me in my queuing and she straight up changes in one hour eight different times and I am basically her assistant but is it is the most fun you should come to Dallas for that it's awesome it's awesome so I want to dive in a little bit to you talk about um coaching in the other realm outside of dancing um and what that looks like with your um your soul girls and your soul goals and then um also kind of where you come with um with the good life so give me a little how that started so i was teaching dance loving it i lost my mom in 2016 she was my best friend and um i don't know you know when i lost our baby that was very tragic but something about losing my mom really rocked my world. And I had a crisis with my faith, if you will. And I turned into somebody I didn't like. And I had a moment where I was sitting on an airplane coming back from a weekend away with some girls where I thought, what are you doing? You're not even, you're not in alignment anymore. I don't even recognize you, Amy. Your behavior is out of control. The bottle of wine has become your source of numbing away all your pain. And you're turning into somebody that is so lost, right? And I was thinking, but, 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 but if I change, will these girls still like me? But the aha moment was, these girls love me and I feel miserable. What difference does it make if... I change and they don't like me anymore and I'm miserable. Right. I firmly believe in that moment, I realized you have to surround yourself with people 
who make you better. I'm not saying this group of girls was right. bad, but yep. I was not in alignment. Yep. I needed to surround myself with people who were going to fill me up, who lead me towards Christ because exactly. I was sure turning my back. And that was not Amy Berry. Yeah. Right. And that's so hard because growing up or like through high school and college, I was only friends with guys because guys didn't have drama. And so <laughs> getting this girl group was foreign to me. Like I didn't, I didn't understand it. I was very skeptical of it. I didn't want to find my support in it because I was like, I've always seen the negative. I don't understand how to do this girl friendship thing other than like my two best friends. Yeah, so that was that was hard. But to your point, I was the same way, and I desperately wanted this. I wanted these girls trips. I wanted right. these. Right. You know, I don't have that, and I'm back yeah. to who Amy is, and I don't have that again. But Amy yeah. is full. Amy's right. fine. Right. And right. you've got, you've got a family that supports and encourages and it doesn't have to look the same as Correct. somebody else's. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so, that, that's hard. Oh, it is so hard. So hard. So I had that awakening moment and that was in the you know spring of 2017. I really started working on my relationship with God. I got this book by Nancy Guthrie. I tell everybody about it. Jesus healing you in your sorrow most magnificent book. It showed me that Jesus cared. It showed me that Jesus saw me. It showed me that I'm not alone. And um, I got our next book in September of 2017, which was one year of hope. And I followed it to a T for a year. And no kidding, almost a year to the date. I remember the day like it was yesterday. I was having the most magnificent day. I'd had an incredible dance class. Everybody was happy. I was happy. And I came home to a phone call um, that my husband was probably suicidal, but not consciously aware of it from his counselor. His plane crash from 18 years prior was rearing its ugly head. And he wanted me to get the guns out of the house. And I was like, I don't even know how to handle a gun. I remember I ran across the alley to a new neighbor thinking maybe she wouldn't gossip about my husband. And she said, we can't do this alone. We have to call my friend that can help you. He works with vets. He works with PTSD, works with addiction. It's all men. I'm like, well, where is he? And she's like about 45 minutes south of here. I'm like, I don't got 45 minutes. She said, well, let's just call him and see what he says to do. Guys, is this odd or is it God? He was literally one block away from my house. Yep. That's God. Yep. And he got here and he said to me, as he was helping me, why is his Navy uniform on the floor? I thought he was out of the Navy. So when he gave it to me this morning, he wants it dry cleaned. And he grabbed me and he said he wants to be buried in it. I said, no, he told me it's for the Veterans Day program at school. He said, when is that? I said, November. He said, Amy, it's September 27th. Yep. So my life went upside down. Um, thankfully, Trey worked for an incredible company that got him the help. He left the next morning and he was gone from us for three months, which was super challenging. I was angry. I was angry with him. I learned some things about his past that I didn't know about. I was angry about that. And he 
had a doctor there that was incredible that said, you need to get into Al-Anon. You need to go as a supporter. And so I did. It was the best thing I ever did. I think everybody needs Al-Anon. Al-Anon is the most incredible program if anybody you know, has a friend, a family member, a loved one with addiction. It teaches you how to put God first. Mm. Teaches you how to put up boundaries to protect you and them. It's the most incredible program. So I get, I'm in there for 365 days. He was gone for three months. He comes back. But 365 days, no lie, sometimes twice a day. Because I was committed to being there for my husband. He was supposed to go back to work January 4th of 2020. So now fast forward. January 2nd, he had a cry for help. It was too soon, too quick, too fast for his brain. And uh, he was back in the hospital three more months. And that was when I met you. Yeah. Um, Pretty much right after. Yeah. Or like right was- during that. He yeah. was still in the hospital. Yeah. And I joined that program, Anxious Achievers, with you. Mm-hmm. And our coach at the time, Kelly Brock, was like, Amy, what, how do you carry yourself with such joy and such peace with knowing so much trauma had been going on? Because mind you, Trey was sick, but I had a son that was the oldest that felt like he had to be the father of the home, which that wasn't his place. Right. This was his junior and senior year in high school. My middle son had just come out that he was gay. He thought he caused his dad to get sick because his dad's brother had been gay and his dad. And my youngest son blamed me for removing his quote unquote at the age of six main character from his life. Life was really dark. Yep. I went through about two weeks in 2018 when I couldn't even eat. And a friend came over and would literally, Elizabeth would spoon feed me a chip. I'll never forget. You gotta eat. I don't know what happened, but Somehow with the support of family and friends, I came out of it. But when I came out of it, I realized I got to start journaling on this because mm. what I learned in Al-Anon was you can resent whatever happened to Trey in the past. You can resent Trey for not telling you, but that's like asking all the people from his past and Trey to take the poison pill, but yet you're taking it and you're dying right. a slow death. Right. So I started really getting serious and journaling and getting serious with God. I made an In 2018, I said, that's it. Every morning, I'm spending 15 minutes with God, minimum. No excuses, no matter if I've been up drinking, no matter if I've been up with a sick kid, no matter if I've been sick. 15 minutes, first 15, period, end of discussion. Right. And then I took time to start journaling. And at first, I did just blank journals. Blank journals are great, but if you're in a dark, dark time, you can become a victim in your blank journal. And you can... Talk yourself into the world is against you and you can become a poor me pity party. And that's what was happening. I'm like, all right, this isn't working. So then I moved to bullet journals, which were like three things you're grateful for. One thing you're working one on one. I am statement, five things you're going to accomplish today. While those are great. They overwhelm me slightly. Well, they're overwhelming, but when the devil gets a hold of you, if you haven't gone deep in your relationship with God and who you are with him, You forget what you're grateful for. You forget what you're working on. You forget your affirmations. I'm like, this isn't going to work. So I developed my own system. I was spending 15 minutes with God. Then I would do an I am statement. I'd ask myself a question on it and go deeper so that I wouldn't forget it. Then I would draw a big circle on the paper and pray either for myself, because some days we need permission just to pray for ourselves. I would pray for others. I would pray for circumstances. 
hell, I'd pray for money. I'm not going to lie. Yep. Um, and then I would ask the Holy Spirit. My last step would always be, you know, be my eyes today so that I can see what you need me to see. Be my ears so I can hear with compassion. I've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Help me shut up. And if I do open up Holy Spirit, be my words. Yep. And whatever I need to feel, let me feel it and just let me be your arms and feet today. And I that's and so Kelly, when she said, God, all this stuff's going on, and you just seem so happy every time you show up and spunky. And what do you do? So I told her, and she said, Amy, you got a journal. You got yeah. you gotta market that. So because of Kelly, I was able because we were gonna name it Goo. And she was like, You can't market goo. And she was like, there's got to be a last step. I'm like, well, it's the Holy Spirit, the divine, you know, the, the, I said, Holy Spirit, she came up with divine moments. And that's how we came up with good. But the good life is you get up every morning, you spend 15, 20, 30, sometimes an hour with God. I give you a Bible verse from one book of the Bible. There's 66 books in the Bible. Takes 66 days to form a habit. I don't know. You tell me, is that odd or is that God? I kind of think it's God. So I picked one affirming Bible verse from each book of the Bible for each of the day, for each day. Then you take an I am statement. I've given you a cheat sheet, Amy's alphabet of affirmations. And yes, there's things like zippy and zany. I get feedback on that all the time. Because some days I want to feel zippy. Right. And I'm zany quite often. Yeah. That's like, been mine a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And uh, I ask you a question so that you go deep into that affirmation. And my hopes are that when you go deep into it, you remember that God created you to be zippy. God created you to be worthy. God created you to be confident. And then on the second page is a circle where I say, put people, circumstances, you, money, whatever you need in that circle, take that to God. Hand God that circle. Know he's got it. And then you ask the Holy Spirit to be your eyes, your ears, your mouth, and your heart. Yep. If you do those four steps for 66 days, I assure you, you're going to have a piece about you. Now, I'll. Right. So the circle, I want to stop for a second and talk about the circle. So the circle, like you said, is some days it's all me. Some days it's like every single person that I know. Some days it is pretty much everywhere in between. How does, how do you typically find yourself or are you kind of all over? You know, I got the, the gift of the circle from truly my mom. So my mother right. had a system. Yeah, I was going to mention that because I love the colors. Yes. So my mom was a devout Catholic. So she had the yellow meat pad. She had a white meat pad and a blue meat pad. Okay, so people knew to call Irene Foley with Prairie Quest. So let's just say um, Elizabeth calls me and says, hey, could you ask your mom to pray for the twins? They're having a hard time transitioning with this sleep thing, right? Mom, my friend Elizabeth's twins are having a hard time sleeping. Okay, so November, let's say the ninth. November 9th, she would put down twins. Lord, please help them sleep, sleep right? December 9th, my mother would call me and say, are the twins sleeping through the night? And I'd be like, what? Like, I would have totally forgotten what she's talking about. Right. You requested for your friend, Elizabeth. So I'd say, oh, let me call her. So I'd call you. And if they were, you would move to the white pad, which was a praise pad, okay? 
So that would be thank you, Jesus. And she would pray until January 9th that those two would thank you that they've been sleeping. Always give thanks to God. Now, say the circumstance was a friend, Kathy, had ovarian cancer. November 9th, pray for Kathy. Say she died. Then Kathy moved to the blue pad on December 9th or whenever my mother found out Kathy died. And she would pray for the repose of Kathy's soul, which is a very Catholic thing. We're not even going to go into it. Catholics yeah. believe it's purgatory, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, That's we okay. can all use prayers. Kathy's soul would be on the blue pad for 30 days, and then it would move to the white pad for 34 days because praise, Kathy was in heaven. My mother was the most magnificent prayer warrior, but I was like, okay, how am I going to incorporate this into a five by seven piece of paper? Well, I read the circle maker. That right. Right. I actually led the circle maker with my soul goals community. It was fabulous. So I drew a circle and I say to people, and the reason why I always tell people, you have permission to pray for yourself because my poor sweet mom never prayed for herself. She always prayed for others. And I don't right. think Jesus intended it that way. Right. I think praying for others is a gift, but I think praying asking Jesus to help you is a relationship. Right. And I was about to say, you know, there's so much in scripture that talks about the relationship that Jesus made with each person. Like that's our conversation with him. And granted, we talk about other people with our own friends and family and stuff, but a lot of times it's just talking about our own life and exactly. Hey, I'm struggling with X or can you help me through Y or my friend and I call them arrow prayers because they're short and sweet and they don't have a lot of stuff with them, but we're just going to send them up and he hears them, yes. you know? And that's what prayer is. Like people, we as humans, I don't know where we complicated everything, but we sure complicated. We think prayer has to be like a memorized Bible verse. Um, right. And you got to know the context of it and da, 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 and you got to use these big flowery words. Like Jesus and I have conversations of, okay, dude, right struggling today exactly you're gonna have to hit me over the head with the freaking uh Back, whatever pan. it is yeah because i don't know what you want from me today god yes. and i'm tired yes or i'm angry with you i've mm -hmm. been angry with them i want to forgive you and i probably don't mm -hmm. even need to forgive you but i'm mad at you right yeah no exactly i had um i was telling actually church uh this past week um, when I worked at the college, I had this folder that I had bulletin boarded up on my wall and on days where I was just done, bef like before I even walked in the door, I would just sit and like write. And most of them is God, you better make today good. God, you better show up because I'm not feeling it. Help me today. Cause, and it might be like three sentences or it might be a page and a half of copy paper that I just like stuffed in there, dated it, signed it, and was like, okay, let's attempt this day because like, it was just, it, yeah, there were days. And I love that. And, and I would follow up with that. There, not every day's that day. So that's no. like, those are the days you just go to him. Like this morning, I just was like, you know what? I, I, I don't have any requests, but um, I just want to, I just want to sit here with you and have a cup of coffee. Yeah. And let you know that I'm just, really grateful for where I'm at right now in life yes. and grateful for where my husband is and grateful for where the kids are. And that's pretty much all I got today. Um, you want me to know anything? And it's true. He out my window was a beautiful pink and blue sky. I like, 
you. Yes. Yes. And, and, and the reason why I say that is because we do, as humans, have a tendency to go to him every day. Of, I need this. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you want here. Mm -hmm. I need this. I need you to pray that blah, blah, blah. I need me deep. Right. And I say to people all the time, would you call your friend, Elizabeth, if I called you once a week or even every day and said, Elizabeth, I need you to hold me accountable for this. I need you to do this for me. I need you to do that for me. Okay. Goodbye. You would not be my friend for long. Or it would be very shallow. Yeah, because you probably are so kind, you would be my friend. Well, well I mean, we all <laughs> have those relationships me, like, where we'll be like, I'm, you know, I'm fine. The, the theoretical answer of I'm fine. You know, yeah. we have all those friends, but like, I don't know what your fine means. I want to know, right. like, I want to know. So when we talk about this and that, that, that process of, of writing it all out, and for both of us, it is very a written um a written thing and I was trying I even last night I was reading something in that book I was um telling you about when we talked earlier um that it was talking about uh reflect back to your childhood and like what um what were five words uh that described your childhood and you know think about all this imagery and stuff and one of the things that I was thinking about was I would write when I was mad when, because when I was mad, when I was little, I would get so upset and cry so much that I couldn't get my words out. And right. so the way I got my words out was I would write and people got letters when I was mad. Like that's, that's what it was. And so now stewarding this writing to our prayers and like how we can be best serving our family, how we can be best serving where we're calling, you know, where we're called, that's a whole different way to journal than we've often journaled in the past. Yes. Yes. But for those people that are skeptical of journaling, there is something super magical and it is scientifically proven. Like I'm, this is not Amy Berry made up stuff. Right. That a lot happens between your hand and your brain. Yes. With a piece of paper. And you can yes. type it. I tell people all the time, like I'm actually doing a, what's it called? A mini little video for people who want to learn how to journal mm -hmm. with the different types of journaling. You can bullet point, you can vomit, you can type right. it, right. you can speak it, whatever's best for you. But there's something about this privacy of journaling out your thoughts to where you just, it doesn't even have to make sense. Like, no. once you start, you will find some secrets about yourself in there that are the most magnificent, beautiful things. Yep. Right? Yeah. And then it opens up questions, or at least that I've found, it opens up questions with other people that I've never been wise enough to ask. Yes. Um, like, oh, well, I was praying through what, like you said, I was praying through X situation or, or your son having, having this going on or whatever. Well, didn't make me think, well, how's his major? You said he was switching majors. Like how's, oh, well, let's ask the next question because my mind is then wrapped around kind of who the person is and what they're going through versus just a thing. Right. Um, Right. 
so one of the things that I'm thinking of, you know, when it comes to kind of this idea of, of custom created life, and one of the ways that I love that the, the good life does this is that it's unique to each of us. So it's not something that we have to, um, granted there's guides, but it's not something that my circle is not going to look ever the same pretty much each day, let alone, um, it's not going to look the same as the people right beside me if we were all in the same group doing it. And that's what I love because some days my circle takes up one word takes up the entire thing and I make it super big and huge. And then some days I have the world's smallest like chicken scratch that you have ever seen because I'm just feeling the need to just say, God, here is all of it. Right. And take it all. And he will. Yeah. But to your point, your journal is you. Right. And you are a masterpiece. Yes. Each one of your listeners are a masterpiece. Yes. And unique. Your DNA is unique. Yep. The color of your hair, your skin, your right. lips, your, your shapes, your bones, everything about you is unique, like a snowflake, right? Yeah. And no we don't give, alike. especially women, we don't give ourselves permission to focus on Be our uniqueness. Mm-mm. No, we're always looking right and left and going, well, why can't I look like that? Like she looks and why can't I wear my hair like she does? And why can't I speak like, no. Right. It doesn't work. The girl with Cruella de Vilcar understands completely. That you know, it, I have, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. I would much rather have a circular saw and um, a tool in my hand than get a manicure every day. Which by like, the way, when people get to know Elizabeth, that's what they love about her. Right. So when you figure out your uniqueness, right. which this journal, that's yes. the point of this journal, yes. is you, you, you get in relationship with the one who created you, the mm-hmm. one who made you unique. You remember back to childhood of, like what you said, what lit you up as a child? Right. For me, it was imagination, right. it was dancing, and it was on the stage. And I wrote, which is kind of funny, but... Right. Um, when you remember that, you bring it into who you are today, and you are so confident in that you yes. are a daughter of the king, which, by the way, you're royalty. You have crimson blood ro- rolling through yes. you. You are worthy of being as unique as you want with a saw or tap shoes on. Right. No. CEO or the mom who loves to make her house perfect. Yes. And it makes life so much easier when you recognize your uniqueness, not necessarily that it's, let me, let me rephrase that. It's not always easy. It's simple. It makes things simple. You, it's stream, it streamlines it. But the world feeds us garbage. Right. Wear this. Right. We'll look at you. Yes. Do these rules on Instagram, yes. post every day, get in your stories, do 15 reels a week yes. and go heart this and go comment on this. And then you're going to have 10,000 followers and you're going to make six figures in six months. Yes. Or um, if you have this job with this title, you yes. will be respected. If your calendar is full, right, you are worthy. BS. If your kids are in 12 sports, if, if you ever see me in a jean jacket, call me out. I can't stand them. They drive me crazy. Oh, I love I, them. Bring me I, Yeah, I will ship them all to you. Like, they are so constricting to me, and I can't, I can't. And so I know 
that I would love to be a person that in my head could wear a jean jacket, but that's not where how I'm called to be in life. Like that's not I wear jeans. Yeah, and see, I love them. <laughs> so, yes, okay. Uh, and so that makes you know the simple things like that that God continuously reminds us and shows us um, that it's okay to be different, and because of those differences, we are each better. Um, yes when we lean in telling us no the world's trying to make us all cookie cutters right and all do the same thing you're not a robot right you're a human being who has blood plumping through you who has empathy who has a heart who has feelings who can see who can speak and we just have to get you to remember who you are in christ yes yes and, and I'll say to that also, as we're, as we're kind of wrapping up, I'll say that it's such a great reminder to be, um, to be okay with our uniqueness, um, to be able to, to recognize it, but then also to be able to recognize people that are struggling to find it. Um, and that we all were there at 1.2, just like our identities in Christ were all at different sections. Like we're all at different sections of where we are in our, our realization of who God's calling us to be and where God's calling us to go. And that's where the compassion comes in. Yes. Um, it makes a big deal. Um, even I was a children's minister before I had kids. Why that's weird. Why that happens all the time. I have no idea, but it does. I don't understand, as my child is right beside me ripping up some kind of piece of paper, I don't understand, I didn't understand where people were coming from when they could have conversations when everything else around them was going on in life. And yet that's exactly what's happening in my life right now. Um, and God says, you know what, I've, I'm doing this to prepare you. I'm doing these situations, not that God causes bad situations, in my opinion, but he brings us through them to right. say, okay, help the, help the people that are behind you, bring those people through, work with them. You now know what they're going through. You now know right. their trauma. You now know that it's hard and that money or life or housing or food might be an issue because you've been there. You know what you just described? What? Jesus. Right. Jesus came. He walked this earth. He was poor, but yet had, you know, his following, but he got angry. He had times where he was, he saw uh, Lazarus die. Right. Right. He saw pain. He saw suffering. He was crucified. He was bullied. He was, had a big following and then bullied. Um, and the crazy thing is, like, his entire life was not about his life. It was about the preparation for his death. Correct. And, and so that, yeah. Compassionate through it all. Right. And. No matter who you were. And in every human, we're not that <laughs> all the time. Um, we want to be more than others. Um, but, and we're often more compassionate with certain people than others, which brings even more need for the uniqueness because I am very glad that my husband is compassionate about who he's compassionate about because I have no desire to be compassionate to that group of people in my life and he pulls me like in that direction to say Elizabeth 
step up and we need to do this. And I'm like, but I don't want to. And he goes, yeah, but you should. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you're right. And I'll do the same thing with my little people, set of people. And he goes, but I don't want to. I'm like, but you should. But you should. <laughs> and so we need that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Thank you. Um, she's trying to cut up some stamps. I love <laughs> like, it. No, don't cut up stamps. Cut stamps, they cost money. Um, any other last minute things as we wrap up? How, how do we see you? How do we find you? Um, I know I'll put the link for um, Good Life Journal here as well. Um, yes, and I'm going to offer your uh, listeners a discount. Um, oh, awesome. Cur- What's the name? Curated. Custom Curated Life. Custom Curated Life. So it's got to be for your listeners. Um, we'll do it through December 31st. Unless, when is this going to air? <laughs> um, next week. Oh, okay. December or 31st. maybe, a, yeah, one or one week or two weeks. It just, just Why don't we do life, uh, custom, that's a long one, custom curated life. Why don't we just do life, uh, life 15 and they'll get 15% off. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Life 15. Would you remind me that I did that? Yeah. Um, so she's going to put the link to the good life journal here. I, um, I have a free community over on Facebook for women only soul goals, where it's exactly what it sounds like. We're working on your soul right now. We're working on the fruits of the spirit. Um, and we go deep in them. And it's like I said, that's free coaching. I do offer one-on-one coaching. Um, I am building a mastermind that is going to be about not really. It's not how to get rich in six months. I'm not going to lie to you. It's about how to become confident in who you are and who, you are in Christ and then you and Christ can take up the rest Um, and uh like I have the good life so one-on-one coaching masterminds coming I'm putting out a video for the journal by Black Friday to teach people different types of journaling why you should journal how to journal that kind of thing um and then I'm on Instagram mostly I hate Facebook even though my community's over there it's World War Three on Facebook I am on Instagram it's at worthy.heart which is wonderful. Follow her there. Um, well, thanks so much for your time today, Amy. And I can't wait to share you with my world. Um, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right, guys, check her out and, uh, let me know what you think. You heard it from Amy. You get 15% off of her good life journal. So make sure you check it out. Life15 is the code when you enter upon checking out of the store. Follow her on social media for more goodness and thank her for just being a part of our custom created life journey today. Thank you so much for listening to Custom Created Life as we figure out where God is calling us and how to work through this process. You can reach me on Instagram at Elizabeth B. Kilby and I will be happy to work through this journey of life with you as we figure out where we're going, how God is calling us, and the unique creations that he's made.